Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me as ever here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. He's got great hair, you know he does, it's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly, how are you sir? Oi oi, Savaloy. Yeah, I, I'm not bad. Do you know, I was thinking the other day, I was like, we've not done this in a while, because obviously we had Comic Con, and we recorded that filth at the con, so yeah, it's it's great to be back recording with you, Mr. Hudson. Uh, mate, it has been a busy Star Wars week, I think, but before we get stuck into that absolute spice mine... Um, how on earth are you, big boy? I am doing all right, my friend. Busy week, busy weekend. Um, mm. And I've been... I've, do you know what? I've been so excited for this uh, week's episode of the sessions. I had a headache, a migraine, and I've had to sleep through most of the day. But that was only because oh. my body was like... come. It was basically trying to move the unmovable. Time is transient. It stops for no one. And my body was trying to get me to recording time. And it ended up doing a number. So I ended up having a couple of hours kip... But um, I'm very much looking forward to talking to this tonight. Like you say, it's been a couple of weeks since we uh, did a <laughs> structured show like this. But if you haven't heard our episode from MCM Comic Con, our coverage and us running around grabbing anyone Star Warsy or even Captain America, go back to listen to that. It's on the Star Wars Sessions feed. It's an awful lot of fun. Um, and I hope the fun that we had shines through on the episode. But how are you doing, my friend? Mate, it has been... A busy few days <laughs> for, yeah. for me. You've been out Basically, about. We went to Comic Con and then I came home and then uh, I went to Norway, which is great. <laughs> you <laughs> decided to go to Norway uh, when you yeah, got home. Basically, well, it was actually we didn't book it that long ago, mate. It was <laughs> we basically found these flights for eight pounds from London to Oslo. No, and I was like, mate, that's ridiculous. I know yeah, you love a bargain, pounds. but what were you doing hanging onto the wheel? Mate, airlines doing the craziest things at the moment. Bro. I'm not even lying. Like it is, it is madness. You can get some bargains at the moment. So yeah, went to Oslo, but then we kind of got an internal flight from Oslo to Tromsø yep. in the north, and that's in the Arctic Circle. So we we, we saw the Northern Lights, mate, boy. We went on some <laughs> tours. It was it was mad. It was an experience. It looks like something out of Star Wars, like. I can't. I've it, always wanted to see the Northern Lights. It's indescribable, to be honest. So, yeah. If you're interested in that, maybe head to my personal Instagram. But yes, do I it. won't bore you anymore with that. But yeah, that was mad. You said a second ago, a kip. Use that expression. While we were in Norway, we were obviously, we did this Chasing Lights um, yep. uh, tour. And we were out till like three o'clock in the morning, like looking at lights and stuff. And um, I was like, oh, mate, <laughs> can't wait for a kip. And my missus was like, who on earth says Kip? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, everyone says Kip, don't they? It's a, and British, she was like, no, yeah. it's a British staple now of our language. God, Colloquialism. I, 
I thought that she went, Oh, you sound like a 60 year old man from London. I was like, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that is kind of who I am. But <laughs> no, I was like, what are you talking about? Loads of people say Kip. So it's, I'm glad you just used that word, Matt. You, I feel like you've like validated me. Mate, I use, well, it's daft words like that an awful lot, but no, Kip, mate, Kip, Tucker, Grub. You know, it's, these, are, these are words that, uh, these are pillars of the English language. Like I say, colloquialism gone wild, but no, no, it's, uh, for those who aren't aware, a Kip, if you want to go for a Kip, K-I-P, it means you're going to go for a nap or a sleep. Basically, you're going to doze off. So, right. Uh, be coming out tonight. I will do, but I was going to have a kip first and then I'll be with you in a couple of hours. There we go. Have a sleep. I'll see you shortly. So, um, yeah, I had to have a kip, but, um, also just before we move on, we, uh, we were lucky enough to sit down with, yeah, hey, Matt, nice transition, mate. <laughs> hey. hey, look at us. Who, who'd have hey. thought, here? Not me. Not me. Not me. Exactly. No, it's a great trend, but I didn't want people to go a kip talking about me talking about people going a kip. So yeah, no, true. Touche. <laughs> yeah. Hasbro, mate. We sat down, had a Q and a with, um, five other, um, filth farmers to talk to Patrick and Chris <laughs> from Hasbro about the recent PulseCon uh, event and some of the, uh, products that are coming out and also got a chance to ask some quite like hard hitting questions that only the sessions can offer so we'll be putting that out for you very shortly for you to hear if not already very interesting always good fun to talk to hasbro isn't it mate oh mate it's always good crack we we ask some spicy questions um but i'm sure you'll hear that in another form but hashtag ben series ben oh <laughs> what what have I done? Hashtag Ben Solo Black Series. See, I've kind of, I just skipped the middle bits. My brain no. was like, no, get rid of those waste. Pff. Anyway, it's a busy Star Wars week. And Matt, I am, I am like bursting at the link. Oh no, hang on. Bursting at the Ben to do it. No? There we go. I, um, I said link because I you read it. Matt, Matt just messaged me like something with link in it and burst it and it, and i read that you and i dirty boy <laughs> i can't focus i've got i'm really bad mate look should we just crack on with the news like this is ridiculous this, this uh, has uh, got to be the worst intro we've ever done <laughs> yeah we're 136 episodes in now we're at, we've got some grace and periods to kind of have a funny forget five it. minutes but um yeah we love it uh so to stop us from having a brain kip let's uh Let's go in here. Why we can hear the sounds of Big Ben Kenobi because they're right in my ear, mate. So what does it mean? It can only mean one thing. It's the Galactic News Round. John Boyega recently shared his surprise that people were taken aback by his criticism of the Star Wars sequel trilogy, citing Robert Pattinson's repeated mocking of the Twilight series. Sung Kang has been speaking of his role in Kenobi, saying, As a fan of Star Wars and growing up as a kid, dressing up in Halloween costumes and playing pretend with my friends, it's amazing. It's a dream come true. New reveals from Hasbro's PulseCon 2021 include major characters from The Mandalorian Season 2, a Navarro Cantina playset, Leia's lightsaber, and the latest HasLab project, The Rancor.
Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, a.k.a. Ezra Bridger, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you? Taking what we want. If you had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. Yes, my man, if you hadn't guessed already, we are talking to start with about the latest trailer that's just dropped for the book of Boba Fett. I say the latest, the first trailer, it dropped with a new poster. Book of Boba Mm -hmm. Fett obviously announced as a post credit scene at the end of Mandalorian Season 2 after we'd already been feeding well on that episode. We then got this 11 months down the line. We've now got the first trailer, which you've just heard. We've got the first poster as well. We thought we were going to get this during the Disney Plus day on the 12th of November. Turns out that the um, heads over at Disney thought, no, no, let's give them some good old scraps right now. So that's come out. We're going to be talking about that. We've got a few other things to dive into as well, but I imagine it's going to take up most of the main discussion because mate yeah. it's a fairly big deal isn't it the book of boba fett trailer is now here our first look at the show 29th of december did we get a good look at it well well we'll talk about it as well but you told <laughs> i was a kip this afternoon mate and you sent this to me so that was something nice to wake up to but um what did you think when you first <laughs> saw that it was when you finally saw it, it was actually there did were you excited or were you a bit like oh I'll check it no, out. No, I was I was shocked. I was really <laughs> shocked. I did read on the weekend that a Boba Fett um, trailer could be dropping this week. There were, there were rumors going around. I didn't know it'd be on Monday. I For whatever reason, I just assumed it'd be later on in the week. I Completely unfounded. That's just me jumping to conclusions. Yeah, yeah. But, um, man, when I saw it, I thought, no. I, I, it was one of those things where I just stopped whatever I was doing. I can't even lie. I think it was our boy Tim Griesbach, um yes. Put a link on the Discord chat on our, pa- on our 
Discord server, which is free to join, by the way, if you want to join it, send us a message and we will drop you the link. It's a great place to chat Star Wars era, though. Um, Yeah, so Tim put a message on it. I was like, no, surely not. Maybe it's like a fan-made thing. But then I just remembered, oh, hang on, no. There was some articles saying it could drop this week. This could be the real thing. Clicked on it. Bing, bam, bush, bush, bush. Mate, Star Wars official YouTube channel. Book of Boba Fett official trailer. Not teaser. Not teaser. Trailer. Um, Matty boy, I was very excited. I was very excited. I was just sitting there and I was like spinning in my little cockpit saying this is where the fun begins. (laughs) What about you, mate? Once you woke up from your... (laughs) from your um prince Slumber. sleep That's yeah it, beauty sleep um beauty sleep uh, what, well, did, what did you do uh well i, I stood up i was like right make sure i'm actually awake here because uh, I, I in order to absorb this i needed i wanted to be um full of mind and i was so i um sat down expecting it to be a, tr- a trailer in length of kind of two two and a half minutes was it a minute 20 maybe a minute 30 so i think it was a one minute 40 one minute right. 48 so it's it is i mean it kind of straddles that line between teaser and trailer length and the content of it is very much for me anyway teaser you know very much right. i've seen a lot of people saying um that this is probably the first episode maybe the first two episodes and that wouldn't be surprised because look at the mando season two trailer that came out which pretty much yeah. was just the first two episodes they're not giving anything we, we didn't see anything in the mando season two marketing that was like the second part of season two that we did not see anything in even um like you think of like bo katan and whatnot we we did see things from that episode but we didn't see them or anything Mm -hmm. so yeah you're you're right there mate Mm -hmm. and that was episode three i think as well so i think uh, again they're not we what we wanted what we've been asking uh each other and what our uh, patrons and listeners have been asking us is what is what's the show about is it just going to be about boba being a bad boy and like, beating people up and i was hoping that a trailer would maybe give us some more i don't think this one really did but what it did show was that for me boba is uh, and this isn't a hot take it's obvious he's trying to unite the syndicates he's trying to he says he wants to rule out of respect um and again right. we, we will dive into the trailer as well but top level into it as what did i get from it i got that boba fett wants to where possible unite the criminal syndicates or the the crime lords probably to make life easier for him and because there's more chance of people bowing to his will if they respect him rather than fear him and he mentions jabra as well so the the mm-hmm. only thing i really got from this in terms of story is that it is going to be that crime gangster feel to it and certainly early on he's going to be trying to unite the crime syndicates but did you get anything else story-wise from this mate <sighs> not really it's very mafia i wrote that in my little notes it felt like a mafia flick to me and i'm not even big on mafia films but like that's kind of the impression i got from it very crime syndicate underworld um and yeah it it it, it, it seems like it's going to be a Star Wars show about the crime world. Like, that's yep. it. And I I have a feeling it might end up being something bigger than that by the end. Mm-hmm. But at the, at, at the premiere and with the first few episodes, I think 
it's going to be just Boba Fett, Fennec Shand, who looks like an absolute queen in this, just going around being a couple of crime lords. That's about it. (laughs) But not being funny, it's not meant to be anything else, is it? Because... Yeah, well, we so we assume, yeah. Well, so we assume. We thought the same of man, though, didn't we? Mm, true. We thought it was just going to be some geezer in the outer rim taking down fools, and then the first episode, our little green friend turns up, and then suddenly, you know, everything's open then. I feel like the Mandalorian feels, I could be wrong, it feels like a flagship show. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, you have... Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is limited, right? That's a limited series. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka, limited series. You have a lot of limited series. Um, Mandalorian, ongoing. Yep. Uh, Andor, ongoing. Flagships. Yep. Yes. Um, I don't know if... The, Book of Boba Fett isn't going to get in the way of that. And, and it's not like that's a bad thing, but Mandalorian is doing its own thing narratively that is going to be at the center of this TV Star Wars universe, naturally. Whereas Book of Boba Fett is like this side story that could end up coming back to this grand event that we know they've been talking about yeah. and that they've planned, basically. So, yeah, let's see. Well, now, Mabel, what was your initial um, reaction to the trailer like did you enjoy it because i don't think you've said that yet what, what do you reckon i haven't i've kept it i've kept it stummed because i know oh. that lukey boy um he he recorded your he documented your reaction um mm-hmm. and i did mine as well i i recorded my reaction to it um and i think at the end of it my words were uh i've got on videos you know that looks intriguing more than anything else, upon watching it, I I thought it was fine. I thought I, I liked it. At first, top, top level, I liked it. I thought it was mm-hmm. good, mm-hmm. but you know, it didn't it didn't really give me anything more than I thought it was going to get. I saw Crime Law, I saw Syndicates, I saw Boba and Fennec or Benick. I think they're shipped as online. Sound like an old man now. Oh. Um, saw some cool little cool little throwbacks to um, obviously Return of the Jedi. Obviously, a big throwback being Jabba's or Boba's palace now. That was awesome to see in its reverence in this new age. Um, the the Bomar monks, that kind of weird spider thing with the orange water. Um, so some cool little throwbacks. Parts of Tatooine, which I haven't seen before. but uh, And I also uh, mentioned during my little reactions that we're, we're going to get to hear Boba speak more than ever now. Obviously, he hasn't really been in that many live action adaptations for him to have too much, too many speaking parts. But we're going to get to hear him speak an awful lot. So... You know, how is that? Is that going to destroy the mythology of Boba? Is it going to add to it? That's interesting because, again, a lot of Boba's, um, the, the history of Boba Fett has really been built on, you know, the comic appearances he, that he had in the expanded universe, making him into this feared bounty hunter. And one of the most popular characters in Star Wars was mainly due to the expanded universe and the comics of old, uh, where, yeah, maybe he spoke, but you can't hear it. So now we're going to see Boba like, unmasked and speaking. How is that going to play out? How is that going to look? Um, but no, I, I liked it. I'm, I'm not going to see myself blown away by it because I definitely wasn't. Because right. uh, I'm fully understanding as well that this is probably episode one, two, maybe part of season, uh, episode three, sorry. Uh, and w- like you said, I think there'll be something more. I don't think they're going to suddenly give us like, oh, look, here's, here's another baby hut, like a baby Yoda, another baby Jabba. Like, um, what, what was that thing called? Stinky, whatever he was called. Um, I can't remember what they called. Rotter the hut, I think it was. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think we're going to get anything like, I think they called him stinky, but, um, and then we're not going to get anything like that or any, I don't think we're going to get any canon shattering reveals. So, yeah. Zero, Truman Capote, man. Um, yeah. so I don't think we're getting anything too like canon shattering like Grogu, but I am really intrigued where we're going to go, like after this footage, you know, what, what's going on? Because as far as I'm aware, this is very much a spin off of the Mandalorian. Cause I think episode one is called chapter 17. I've heard this on the grapevine. Um, which would then directly lead off from the Mandalorian, which would almost make this the Mandalorian another another extension of such. But uh, I'm interested really? to see where it's going. But what I saw was fun. It, you know, I say fun. It was good. Uh, we got to see Boba smash some of his like um, gaffy stick, but I, I didn't really get an awful lot out of it to tell me what is going on. I think we saw Jessica Beals dressed up as a Twi'lek. We love a bit of Twi'lek. Uh, I think. Where it's nice to see some other species. We've got more Transodotians, of course. We're getting to see more Clatoonians and Ithorian. That was great. I thought I saw um, Michelle um, Huisman, who is a Dutch actor, playing one of the um, bounty hunters facing up to Bo, but I don't actually think it was him. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, is that Huisman? Maybe we're getting some, going to get some like casting drops in this trailer. But other than Jessica Biel, who I, th- I don't think it's been 100% confirmed, but I think it kind of has. I didn't even see. I didn't think. I think they're keeping everything c- close to their chest. There has to be a reason why the only named members of cast are Tamira Morrison and Ming Na Wen. The trailer comes out, and you know, still confirmed, they're the only two in it. They've got to be ha- holding something back, my friend. But I think it, it was mm. good. I liked it. Didn't blow me away. Uh, it wasn't up to uh, the Mando uh, trailers I saw of old or anything like that. But I thought it was decent. But what about you, mate? Were you, were you, are you a, a Fet fan after this? I am a FET fan, mate. I am a FET fan. But I tell you what, I do somewhat agree, but I don't think my expectations were going to be anything like crazy or world shattering. Like, especially, and it's hard to compare this to anything because The Mandalorian is our baby in a way that it was our first spin off show. It's always going to have that place. All of the shows from now on will be compared to The Mandalorian, particularly yep. the first season when that first aired, that, those mm-hmm. first feelings, you know, the, the leaked celebration footage that we saw. It, you know, there was a lot of it, – it, it, it's different. So much it's, riding on it as well. Yeah, a lot was riding on it. And they landed it, Matty Boy. Yeah. All so those Emmys and awards say so. Yes, absolutely. And just how it's penetrated pop culture says yep. so too. Um, and it, yeah, I, I, I think Boba Fett has a lot to live up to, but also I'm glad that it's aware that it's not the Mandalorian. You know, it's not trying to be the Mandalorian. This is different. This is Boba Fett. And I think maybe going into this with that in uh, your mind's eye, you know, I think that's going to be a good thing. Um, yep. Listen, you mentioned the spider, mate. Yes. Um, that was so like Ray Harryhausen. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they, motion jobby. Yes, it was. It was consciously done like that, and I dug it. I was like, "What is this? That spider thing is called a BT sixteen perimeter droid." That's right. Yeah, Bowman Monk. They called it. I had to Google that. Oh, he's in Return oh. of the Jedi. Very he's in Jedi, or one of them are in Jedi. Yes, yeah. that's right. Maybe not that walking. one. Yeah. But so anyway, they, I thought, I think, you know, one of my favorite things about this trailer was the design of 
so many things. Mm-hmm. I thought the sound design. Now, that's one of the reasons why we played the trailer at the beginning of this main discussion. The sound design in this trailer is gorgeous. A mm-hmm. lot of things happen in it. The music's great. But just, again, a lot of the sound design's really, really tasty, in my opinion. The city I don't know if it's plural, um, but the cities, Matty Boy, look fire, man. Yeah, they mate. look they look incredible. Like the landscapes in this just look tasty. Uh the creatures and aliens. Mate, come on. Come on. Come on, Sam. I don't think I noted this down. I thought there was it was noticeably more creatures and aliens than usual. Like noticeably in, in, in the, for a trailer, for a first trailer, we saw a lot of Star Warsy aliens and creatures. And I think that is a conscious decision. That is, I think Lucasfilm telling us, you know, there's going to be a lot of variety in this show. There is going to be a lot of, um, textures and flavors in this show, right? And that's what I think came across in this trailer. Matty Boy, I agree. There is something about this trailer where it lacks maybe the magic of a Mandalorian trailer or a saga film trailer. For me, I feel this is similar to when I saw like the Rogue One trailer yeah, or the Solo trailer, like a spin-off trailer where you're like, right, okay, I'm on board, but I'm not entirely sure what's going on. Well, I, I am, but also it's like, yeah, okay, this is pretty standard. This is kind of what I'd expect. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think it does. Solo yeah. and, and Rogue One, Rogue One, was, <laughs> ju- was similar to that, you know? And if anything, hear me out, guys, this could be a good thing because you could go into this being like, hey, listen, I'm down for it. I'll watch it, but yeah, okay. And then we'll watch it and we'll be like, man, this. <laughs> This show, <laughs> this show, not so, bro. Yeah, yeah, Grove but that's kind of like surface. That's kind of surface level, and I do think this is a very surface level trailer. I could be completely wrong, but what do you think? Do you think it's it's oh, a lot of show and tell, right? Yeah, oh, bro, this is very much so. I think I think a lot of it is um, cleverly edited as well. Uh, certainly the bit at the end, which the bit at the end I thought was the best part, where um, Fennec the Queen Shan says. If Jabber had been here, he would have fed you to one of his menagerie. And then, you know, they mm. cuts to the shot of the um, the syndicate and big boy Boba sits down, nestles himself into his throne and says, you speak freely, you know, speak freely. And I'm thinking, no, nah, you don't mean that. You're going to, he's got, you're going to, you're inviting him to say whatever he wants to say. And then you're going to either feed him to your own menagerie or you're going to kill him. I think that was a great misdirect because beforehand they're saying, I'm not a bounty hunter anymore. And the guy's like, well, your reputation is otherwise. So I think they're kind of trying to set him up as, oh, maybe he's going to be the good guy now. And at the end, mm-hmm. when he's like, oh, mm-hmm. speak freely. It's all about respect here. And I don't think so. I think, I think he's going to want people to speak freely. And then he's going to make them pay for the pay for what they've just said. You know, there will be consequences to the ability to speak, your ability to speak freedom. So speak freely. Sorry. So, um, so I, again, there's just some interesting things in there. Like when he says, I'm no, I'm not a bounty hunter. Like you, you are. <laughs> well, that's what we've, that's what we've always known. Anyway, is he just saying that because he wants to uh, appeal to the crime syndicates more? That he's more than just a bounty hunter now. Is he, uh, is he lying, or is he trying to turn over a new leaf? 
that okay that that's interesting there's some there's something there that yeah. i'm getting out of it which it was um something which i wasn't expecting him to to say yeah tatooine looks great i don't know if it's a city of bestine or not which is i think it's a big city of tatooine um Ooh. seeing these syndicates was what i expected i didn't having, know that about I, the city I, yeah, geeking it but um having what is that him, from the you know, from the white is that from the wider canon like where's that from it's uh i think it's from a certain point of view it's in legends it was as well but i know i think the only canon appearance so far is from a certain point of view but it's one of the big boys in Tata. It may not be it, but that's the only thing I can think of it being. Right, I haven't heard of before, but um, yeah. but there, there was a lot to take a lot to take away from this. Um, one of the other things is um, Boba's looking pretty fit, and I don't just mean obviously like leaner, as in because he looks leaner now, but his mm. face doesn't look as messed up. And this is set, I assume, you know, straight after the events of Mando season two, or at least very close to. He looks, you know, his face doesn't look scarred as much. He looks pretty good. So, what, I mean, he's obviously had to undergo some kind of treatment or back to treatment or something because um, he looks noticeably healthier, I thought. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? I thought that. And I know some people on Twitter were joking about his eyebrows coming back. Uh, um, I hadn't even noticed the eyebrows, but I need to look at that now. I just yeah, thought his I facial think- scars, but he, eyebrows. He, he's definitely more in shape, I think. He's more in shape, and I think that's reflected in his face as well, to be mm-hmm. honest. I think he's lost a bit of puff, puppy fat around his face. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he looks good, Matty boy. Like, with my reaction, I even said at the start of the trailer, I was like, oh, is this a flashback? And I thought because he was more trim and with the face, I thought, oh, yeah, it looks like a younger Boba. But then I was like, oh, no, yeah, it can't be. I don't no. think this is a flashback. So that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I think that was, again, noticeable. Um, but, yeah, good on Tim Morrison as well. Oh, it's those Polynesian healing baths or whatever they're yeah. called. He's yes, advertised. Po- Polynesian healing baths over there. Um, <laughs> yeah. You get to see some Tuscan Raiders as well, and that was quite cool because we're going to see – surely see how he got out the sarlacc pit so did the tuscan raiders find him is that how we got out the, tu- the sarlacc pit and that the shot of the tuscans are they come in to uh to pick him up how long was he in the sarlacc pit for i mean it's interesting to know we're, we're probably going to get answers about that you know like similar to like solo that the star wars story gave us answers to things we didn't really need answering but they showed us anyway is the book of boba fett going to say this is how he got out the sarlacc pit this is how long he was in it for this is why he spent so long on Tatooine, waiting, allowing Cobb Vanth to parade around in his armour. You've got to assume we're going to get answers for that as well, surely. I mean, you'd think so, right? You'd mm-hmm. think so. Like, I always thought this show was would open up with a flashback, like a retelling of yes. how he got out, maybe also a different perspective of Cobb Vanth's story. I don't know. Something like that. And uh, it still might happen like that. And that's why I'm like, would it be chapter 17? I know you're saying through the, through the, you know, powers that be, you've heard that it's going to be a chapter mm-hmm. 17 jobby or whatever it is, yeah, you yeah. know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense though. Flashbacks. I think we're going to be yes. getting that in a lot of star Wars content. And I'm not always convinced that's a good thing. Sometimes that's no. a bad thing. Sometimes be it's lazy. a bit weak. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's a bit lazy, a bit weak storytelling. Sometimes it's some of the greatest stuff you've ever seen. Yeah. But yeah, it's like there's a word for it. It's like Hmm. it comes down to something. 
I'm trying I to think know. what that word could be. Please enlighten me. Uh, it might come down to the way, I don't know, they uh, execute it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Look at that. Drop the bombs oh. and everything. Um, yes, yeah, all in all, I enjoyed this trailer. It's got me more excited for Book of Boba Fett. And okay. it's that, it, well, it's, it's November now. And it's like, yes. oh, Book of Boba Fett next, next month. Yes. Like we can Sorry. say that there's new, <laughs> there's new Star Wars live action content next month. And that feels really nice to say, doesn't it? So oh, yeah, I'm glad episode eight weeks of just hopefully some of the best times again, like when Mando was on for those eight weeks, this is the beauty of that week on week scheduling, which maybe the bad batch didn't need Mando did. Cause you got the Mando, you drop one episode, it gets people excited for the next week. We, we spent the whole week, talking theorizing waiting if the last episode maybe didn't have as many bombshells in it it makes the wait for the second one the next episode sorry longer but even sweeter when it finally arrives and i love that mate i cannot wait to hear what people have to say to hear the theories that are coming out and obviously like i say just to see it just just to know that every wednesday i believe it will be now we'll be getting which i don't like that i've come on start the weekend off of a star Wars. but every right. wednesday we're going to wake up to new star wars live action content we've said it before the the bad batch was a filth was filth uh it was lovely to wake up to on a friday and have 16 episodes to watch visions dropped in one go some great content wicked content live action is where star wars lives and dies for the most part so excited to hear we're going to get that back, mate. Um, I really, and I can't wait to get on the old headset with Blilo Ren and just ch- every week. Right, let's let's dive into the Book of Boba <laughs> Fett now, mate. I cannot yeah. wait, skis about that. Um, so Book of Boba yeah. Fett recap. Uh, right, we're going to need f- to we're going to need to figure out a new release schedule. Oh, I because- didn't want to say that because uh, <laughs> I just realised it come out on a Wednesday, but we'll we'll work it out. We can work it out. We can do it. We can we'll do work it. it out. Do it. Do it. Woof. Um, <laughs> on the trader then, mate, in terms of uh, if just looking back now, because it's been an hour, a couple of hours since we watched it, what was the one thing that stood out? Was it like one frame or sequence or moment that you thought, okay, that was that was my favourite part of the trailer? Um, Put you on the spot there. The Ithorian on the throne looked mm-hmm. mad. Yeah. It was one <laughs> yeah. of... It's one of those things where you're like, I never knew I needed that. Yep. No, I hear <laughs> you know that, what I mean? Friend. It's like, ah, yes. Once you see it, you're like, yes, I'm here. I had to just double check. It was an Ithorian. Yes, it was an Ithorian. It, it was an Ithorian. <laughs> yeah. Alien 1, the subtitles call him. Yes, that's true. I, have, I, I always have subtitles I did. I, I did the subtitles too, mate. Boy. Good man. Good man. Um, yeah, mate. I was like, man, that just looks absolutely ridiculously cool. And it's so Star Wars-y. What yep. else could we get excited about some weird alien that doesn't have a proper head, like sitting on a throne with like a translator on its neck talking? Like, what's cool is you on. could hear the language, like the Ithorian language in the background. Like, yeah. And then you could hear like the English translator thing, like over the top of it. I, I was like, mate, that's that's so good. That is, sorry, that is so good. So good. Yeah. Thank you, Dandelorian. Yeah, man. A lot of I've heard people saying that was Dinjarin's voice or Pedro Pascal. I don't think it is Dinjarin. It may maybe that maybe Pedro did some voiceovers, but I don't think that's Dinjarin dressed up as an Ithorian. I don't think he's that no. into his character. 
do you know what's funny? My missus asked that. She was like, oh, was that, oh, really? um, was that Mando? And I was like, no, I don't think so. And then I, I, I had to go back and watch the trailer again with the subtitles to double what a check. Shame. I was like, yeah. that, it was one of those where you're like, well, you planted that seed of doubt. <laughs> now let me check. I, I, one or two moments of cadence sound like Din, but I don't think it sounded an awful like, lot like Pedro to me anyway. No, no. I, di- I didn't think so at first anyway, but there we go. All in all, w- would you rate this trailer out of 10 for me, Matty Boy? What would you give it? Um, what would I give it out of 10? Um, Be- go on, put your critic let's hat put, on. Let's put, my, let's put the hat on, put all the Republic credits on the table. My favourite shot, by the way, was Boba and Fennec at the oh, top of the... Yeah. T- uh, I know, I've just thought of Sorry, was at the top I of didn't... the palace when they look like proper Shakespearean vibes of them looking at the top of... Bo- um, Jabba's what are we going to call it now Jabba's Palace Tatooine Palace because it's not Jabba's anymore that's we'll going to be it, odd we'll call it the Playmobil Palace that's it the Playmobil <laughs> Palace that's it um <laughs> Fets, f- um Filth Fest um yeah, yeah. Fet- yeah. <laughs> Fets Filth Fet- House Fets House of Filth that's it that's it how it's, about it's that more, that's not bad mouthful, actually but it, it it works I find but yeah there's a shot of Fennec and Boba Benick looking out over Tatooine from the top of the um, palace, which we've obviously never uh, been up there before. We've never seen it before. And it just looked great. It looked very Shakespearean to me. Um, so I liked that. Out of 10, I'm going to give this trailer. Um, oh, right. If I'm going to put my actual full on being uh, honest, now, I'm going to give the trailer six and a half out of 10 because okay. it didn't really advance. It, it got me It pumped for the show because we finally got to see it. I didn't really see anything in it, which I didn't really know apart from when he said, I'm not a bounty hunter, but I think that's just uh, read misdirection. Um, and again, it's all from the early episode. So we know he's going to be um, duking out with other crime syndicates. We know with with Fennec and we know he's on Tatooine, which is pretty much what we saw from the trailer. Is it a bad trailer? Not in the slightest. It's not in the slightest. And I think, it's a it's a good trailer in the sense that we shouldn't have expected it to really be like right. Here's the trailer. Here's everything that's going to be in it. Here's the big right. reveal. Here's these characters. Right. No, it's just setting up the tone and aesthetic and the atmosphere of the show. So for that reason, it's a six and a half out of ten. Who knows? We might get another one soon, which shows us a bit more. We'll bump that up a bit, but uh, I'm going to give it a very decent six and a half out of ten. But what do you go? You're going to give it ten. Well, and why did you guess? I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, up, I'm going to give it a seven, I think. And seven. even then, I'm being generous. I'd say it's more like it's closer to your score, maybe like with a strong six, like maybe a six point eight. But then that's being lame in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll no. Forget it. This is our podcast. It's a 6.8, Matt. Out of you can 10. do whatever you want, my friend. 6.8.5. Yes, I love it. Do you know what as well? Just like kind of to end the Book of Boba Fett, because I'm sure there's more stuff, but this only came out like a few hours ago for yes. us. So, um, you know, for many, many, many people, I think this will be a long, long time coming. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, like a dream come true, and yes. I suppose I don't fully understand that, like because I've not been a Boba Fett fan since 1980, and I've not read Same. every because there are people like that, right? There's a whole fan club set up around Boba Fett, you know. Not many oh, characters yeah. have a dedicated yeah, fan Boba base Fett like fan that. Club. 
Yeah. So this is, oh, we need to bear that in mind too. This is a huge deal for many, 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 many people. And I just think, hey, look, congrats to those guys. And I can't wait to see what happens. So uh, yeah. 6.8.5. Oh, 6.8. Oh, I've also got, I've also got to mention how cool was the Lucasfilm logo in the Boba oh, Fett colors as well. Right. I, I could that. not, not go without mentioning that. And we also got to see Slave, oh, Boba Fett's starship in action as well. Oh, we got to see that. It's so, yeah. I, look, let's not, whatever it's let's called. not, look, let's not, let's not get involved. <laughs> let's not get involved. We've got in to that. see that shit look. flying, but, um, we yeah, ain't got time. We, we have not got time. We got to pay taxes. We're not getting involved in that drama, man. Like, yes, no, we are. Anyway. We are, we've got more to worry about than the name of a ship. By the way, it's we a might cool do ship. one day. We yeah, might we do one, one day. One day. I don't know. Yeah, on, on a Patreon. Um, but <laughs> so yeah, paywall. Six point five, six point eight. Let us know what you thought. But we're going to move on now, mate. To speaking about Patreon, something which we we touched upon for five minutes or so on our October pubcast on Patreon mm-hmm. in the knowledge that we were going to talk about it this week, thinking it would probably be the biggest news story of the week. Uh, we thought wrongly as Snoke would say, but mate, what's next? Hayden Christensen popping up in a soaker. How about that for a title? <laughs> right. Hayden Christensen is reportedly going to be in the Ahsoka Disney Plus show. Yes. Uh, Matty boy, a lot of people reporting on this. I think I joked around about this at MCM Comic Con and we got it on on uh, on audio of me saying, yeah, basically Rosario Dawson has confirmed this as well. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> she did. Yeah. Via Instagram. So, yeah, someone reported on this. I can't for the life of me. It was the Hollywood Reporter, right? Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. And then like not long after Rosario Dawson, this was like a uh, Friday of Comic Con London. Friday night for us. Yeah. Friday night MCM London Comic Con. And I saw this literally before I was going to sleep and I posted it on the Instagram story. Um, and Rosario, I, I posted Rosario Dawson's Instagram post saying, um, what was it? Uh, he said, they know, they, f- they know, don't they? I should have got this up. Rosario Dawson, um, Hayden Instagram post basically got deleted. Uh, she put it up saying, um, sky guy, they know. See you soon. Snips. There we go. (laughs) I mean, Um, you can't try and, uh, you can't try and fob that off as, Oh, it was, she was talking about someone else. You can't, you just can't. Or it's the first time she's heard about it in fact i'm i've heard somewhere else where that they're filming ahsoka very soon like in december yeah, they will be filming yeah. they will be that, yeah. you've heard that as well i have heard yeah it's the beginning end of end of this year beginning of next year man that's mad because aren't they doing mandalorian season three at the moment as well they're like that started filming isn't it yes that started filming brrr, a couple of weeks ago now man that's that's madness that is wow there's a lot of star wars content coming guys like um anyway so yeah we got we got that absurd news um rosario's instagram post saying that stuff was deleted a few hours later (laughs) and it's like well there we go because that kind of confirms it (laughs) even more It, it confirms it even more than leaving it up doesn't it Oh yeah, and uh, we mentioned on the for those who aren't sign up to our Patreon, uh, we mentioned this, including the fact that Rosari also posted about Mena Masood and Lars Mikkelsen um, when 
she obviously thought it was a confirmed article saying that they were in the show. Um, she posted that saying, yes, great, blah, blah, and this very much, which people were then saying, oh, I think Rosario Dawson might have just confirmed that Ezra Bridger and Thrawn will be in Ahsoka. I mean, she even said, where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? But that's not as much of a surprise. So there is, <laughs> there, bless you, there is a precedence here. And then with yep. that, with that Snips and Sky Guy uh, post, yeah, come on. That's as much. If, if you're going to take anything to the bank, you take that to the bank uh, on that. It was deleted, so I think it's as confirmed as it can be. But on the news itself, though, mate, I, you know, we, well, we're, we're, we're Hayden stands. We, we love how I certainly do. Love Hayden. Yes, I think Hayden's a very decent actor. He got bad flack in the prequels. I mean, who, who the hell is going to sell some of those lines, honestly? Uh, nobody, because it's badly written and badly directed. Uh, there I said it, but I still love those films. Um, so I'm glad to see Hayden back after the response. He got a celebration. We know, obviously, when he was in Kenobi, people were going mad, getting to see Anakin Skywalker back again for the first time since 2005 against Ewan McGregor, or at least in the same show as Ewan. Ewan and Hayden, the Dream Team, are back. So that was, you know, that was great news. That was the the Krispy Kreme coming home from work, which you didn't know you had left on the side. Yes. Oh, I'm is that a thing? That is uh, that a no, thing? but it is in my household because it happened to me <laughs> earlier on. Um, <laughs> Did it really? Minus, minus the work part, but I, was like, oh, I forgot about that and I ate oh. it. Um, woke up in my slumber, saw it, so that would give me sugar rush. Um, <laughs> oh, I know, but then to uh, to then hear that this is going to that Hayden's going to come back in a soaker, uh, bro. I mean, firstly, good on Hayden for doing. And again, it's yes, it's his job. He doesn't owe anything to Star Wars because he was an actor before. But good on him for coming back and you know, not thinking, no, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Or, you know, I think I, I'd rather just do voiceover. He's coming back. He's getting stuck into it again. And you've got to imagine that even if they're smaller roles, they're going to be pretty meaty. You know, we've never seen. If, if it happens, touch wood, if we get to see Hayden, I guess like Force Goes Anakin and Ahsoka, we've never seen those two together in live action. We've only just finally seen Ahsoka. So it's going to be meaty. This is what fans have been waiting for for 15 years or whatever it's been now since the Clone Wars began. So good on him for them. Good on Lucasfilm and Disney for for not being scared of the old prequel um, discourse about Hayden's the worst actor ever, blah, blah. No, they, he's their man and they're sticking to him. But more importantly, what could, you know, the story elements right. that we could get out of this, bro, are big so what do you again all speculation responsibly and all that but what do you think how how's hayden going to be utilized in this ahsoka series well i think this has been a long time coming i think disney has really realizing and lucasfilm are really realizing that a huge and i mean an absolute monster of their fan base grew up with the prequel era and Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor, people like that, the Clone Wars, bring in a lot of numbers, a lot of numbers, because we're a generation now that grew up with the prequels, but we now have jobs, we earn money, a lot of us have mortgages, right? We're now a spending power. And I think they're waking up to that. And like yourself, maybe they realize, you know, the prequels weren't always the best films, but there's a lot of heart and soul and actually credit where credit's due. There's a lot of originality and yes. good, good, good writing from a, um, 
from a larger level, right? From a higher mm. level, the writing One of the best storytellers ever, maybe not script writers. Correct, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think the story of the prequels is, is, is mega. And to have Hayden back, that's going, that's a huge deal. Like we knew about this with Kenobi anyway, but it's a huge deal. And to tie it in with Ahsoka, it could make a lot of sense, Matty Boy. Mm-hmm. I've seen a, a few people kind of have a little bit of a qualm with this in regard to like Luke and whatnot. And it's like, well, we're not getting a Luke show, are we? Because Hayden <laughs> or Anakin probably did speak to Luke after mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Like, well, sort so. of Force Ghosts at the end of Jedi. Like, that's not like, right, okay, see you, mate. Bye. Here's what I look like. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, that's not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Touche. I like Hayden at the end of Jedi. I like Hayden at the end of Jedi. I just wish they'd filmed actual. I believe that was like outtakes of him trying on his robes. That's the story. I wish they'd filmed actual footage of him there, but. He looks a bit weird. I can't even lie. Like, his eyes don't look right. I don't know what it is. It's like he's had a couple lagers, mate. He's had a liquid lunch. Hopefully, we'll be seeing Hayden in a few weeks at MCM Comic Con Birmingham, but that's a conversation yeah. for another time. Um, mate, Hayden Christensen, Ahsoka. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense because Ahsoka was Anakin's um, Padawan. Padawan, and Anakin's dead. So, spoilers. <laughs> like, okay, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the fans would yeah, love it. What? Like, and I, I know some people were taking like issue with this. And I was thinking, oh, come on. Like, you can't, you can't please some people, man. Like, no. you just can't. I don't know what it is. Not in this day but and age, mate. I think a lot of people were very happy. Were really, really happy. A lot of people who don't spend necessarily, I'm not adding anyone in particular, but a lot of people who don't spend their life online or on Twitter were really happy with this news. So mm-hmm. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think we're going to see Hayden or Anakin maybe um, redirecting Ahsoka to the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. Because Ooh. she has left the Jedi Order. In The Mandalorian, she says, I'm no Jedi. Yep. Anakin is probably going, look, look, Ahsoka. I've done all the wrongs in the book. You need you need to come back to this way of doing things. Like my son, he's kind of doing a good thing right now, right? He's kind of rebuilding the true Jedi Order. Someone we interviewed last week said that about the High Republic. Luke is trying to build the Jedi to what it was in the High Republic era. Mm-hmm. They want to go back to that way of Jedi, not prequel Jedi. And so Ahsoka would be a key part of that. Now, what's what? What we're probably going to find out is well, Ahsoka wasn't in the sequels, so you know, mm-hmm. awkward. <laughs> Which <laughs> may even Hawks. lead even more to to Luke's kind of demise in the sequel trilogy. We know that. Well, we think we know. Mm. Most people do that. The, the TV series are going to lead into the sequel trilogy because yes, it's canon. So they're going to be, of course they're going to be tying into it. It's part of the law, which is there to be tied into. And if they can yep. uh, tie in Ahsoka's story with Luke's eventual um, decision to go to Acto, I know we, well, of course we know it's because of Ben Solo, but could there have been more to it? Who knows? It's not like they're shy in adding things to existing canon to, uh, fit the current narrative and story so uh yeah i think that's i think that could be pretty filth mate and also the last time they met was in twilight of the apprentice when they fought on malachor and ahsoka saw anakin underneath the helmet 
and he's like, you know, then you will die. It's like, oh, damn. The oh. next time she's going to see him is out, you know, he's as a force ghost, as a redeemed, uh, redeemed to a point person. He got redemption in the eyes of his son, maybe not on the rest of the galaxy, but. Right. Um, well, this is, this is where the kind of soap begins. opera. Yeah. <laughs> this is where the fun begins. Well, this is where the soap opera kind of element can come in. I think, Matty Boy, Ahsoka is going to take an issue with it. I, mm-hmm. I, I think Ahsoka will be like, nah, man, like you are the kid slayer. You are the young yeah. slayer 3000, mate. You That's can it, mate. do one. Luke is the, he is the mascot of the true Jedi at that time. Mm-hmm. And Luke has forgiven his father for a lot of things he's done. This is, by the way, a father who's never been there for him his whole life, yeah. right? Luke has forgiven. Luke has manifested love, which is which should, in theory, be at the core, be at the middle of the Jedi uh, practices. And Ahsoka isn't part of the Jedi right now, so she's no. probably going to struggle with this way more than Luke did, right? Because yeah. Filoni made this point recently. Dave Filoni said, well, if you think about Ahsoka is the is Luke's like master when it comes to lightsaber techniques and yes. whatnot, which makes a lot of sense. Of course, she's from the prequel era. Being like, around like in the prequels, like Mans was flying around lightsabers. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she, got from, no, she got to see Windu, Kenobi, Yoda, yeah. Plo Koon, Ki-Adi Mundi, yeah. Fisto, all these people in action. Luke is a lot more unrefined. He's mm-hmm. still super powerful. Like that, that's cl- very clear, but he's way more raw and untapped, really. Um, Ahsoka has a lot more finesse. Now, yes. uh, what's interesting, I think, and we'll see this in Ahsoka, and this is why, maybe I've said it recently, I think, I reckon we could see Luke Skywalker pop up again. And if we're going to see him again, I think we, I think we'll see him a few times. I think we're going to see him in Ahsoka because mm-hmm. I think Luke is Ahsoka's master, really, or superior when it comes to the understanding, maybe, of the Force, mm-hmm. forgiveness, love, redemption, right? Because yeah. he's really the poster child for that that's yeah. kind of his whole arc and there we go so that's where i think we could get some source mate like yeah. i think this could be a bit more soap opery opery yeah Opera- we'll do that operatic yeah we'll do that operatic <laughs> i'm just thinking of yeah, any that words almost now. that almost feels like it's uh too much of a grand word for soap opera but yeah that's because we're like eastenders anyway yeah it, um, it is, mate there um, we go. I think it's good news, mate. I think it's good news. Yeah, I I think we need Luke Skywalker in it now because I think that could soften the blow somewhat because Ahsoka doesn't know what happened to Anakin necessarily. If Luke Skywalker's the one who says to her, look, my governor died a good man. Yes, he did what he did. It, obviously, there'll be more to it than just, oh, yeah, he did a few bad. Yeah, we know his legacy and the atrocities he committed. However, in his final moments, he, he redeemed himself it to luke you know he killed the emperor or so he thought um and he you know he turned back to the good side whatever so we kind of maybe need luke to say that to ahsoka so then when they do have their meeting it isn't quite as awkward as him trying to have to explain it she is aware that anakin well firstly that is why he's a force ghost because he turned to the good but it may soften it slightly and make her not any more sympathetic towards him but less antagonistic so there's an awful lot um, there to be mined, which I think is very, very interesting, mate. Um, 
I'm just glad to see Hayden back. Hayden and Rosario, their, I think their first on-screen pairing since Shattered Glass about nearly 20 years ago. So they've got, you know, some kind of um, some kind of relationship and it seems that they've been on fairly good terms since, uh, which is always good to see. So, yeah, I think I think this is big news, mate. The sto- there's huge implications there could be for the story and canonically going forward, but you never know. that it, it, it may just be a small cameo. It may just be a voiceover. It could be a flashback to the Clone Wars, which would also be pretty cool. So it may or may not be the big Force Ghost communion we think is going to be if it is so mate i'm here for that so um i I was a bit disappointed to have it leaked to be honest i think it would have been well mate with kenobi i get it and i get why they announced it and i'm glad they did because that probably would have leaked in fact i'm I'm sure that's probably one of the reasons why they did it maybe they knew it was going to leak for whatever reason i'm not going to dive into that it builds up extra hype for the show as well i mean yes not that i needed it but if if the only thing that could build up more hype for kenobi for fans is well you know darth vader's around let's just tell him that oh by the way like they did with rogue one oh by the way the guy called Darth Vader is going to be turning up. So, you know, rematch of the century, check it out. Yeah, hmm. true, true. And I think with Ahsoka, it's kind of different. It's like, uh, mm, maybe yeah. that little surprise would have been like, ah, oh, oh. but this is but, what we're saying now, isn't it? Where we've said yeah. before, it's like, was Luke when we did our fan service episode, which a lot of people misconstrued by the title. Um, they kept. I mean, Luke showing up was a brilliant surprise because nobody knew about it. We live in an age now where we don't like the. Or some of us, some of us don't really like the mystery box. We don't like it. I don't. Everything being such a closely guarded secret because then it builds up expectations too much. But when when it works, you get Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian. Um, so yeah. it's kind of like uh, there's, I can see both sides of the coin here. Yes, keep it. I like Hayden. I would have loved for it to be kept a secret. But then um, when we know things, it also gives us a chance to get excited, i.e. Hayden in Kenobi. So uh, I, I I get you, though, my friend. I would have loved this to have been kept a secret, but, you know. Oh, well. <laughs> onwards and upwards. It's, it is. I guess <laughs> onwards and upwards uh, for a very quick one then, mate. We got um, a pod just before recording there. We saw via our friend Bespin Bulletin. Check him out. Um, he dropped the... Uh, news that Cinelinks and uh, Jordan Mason have mm-hmm. uh, apparently said that a new Star Wars animated series is in development and it's focusing on um, Crimson Dawn, uh, specifically Crimson Dawn when Darth Maul was in charge of them. So um, pre Star Wars Rebels era between Solo and Rebels. So um, again, this is just a speculation speculative piece city links and jordan mason and best bin bulletin are as reliable as you can get usually so um if this is true mate again nothing confirmed if this is true seeing as when we thought the bad batch was going to be a bit naff and it was okay and we thought mm-hmm. visions would be fine and it was really good what are you thinking about this one man i we always knew there was a loose end with solo that i think yep let me start this again. If Solo went a different way and earned more money, I think by now we'd be seeing way more Crimson Dawn stuff. Yeah. I think we were going to get a live action project. We've just started and, getting it, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. And to see it kind of, I, I, I can't help but think of a different word, Matty boy. This isn't putting down anyone, anything, any genre, any art form at all, but to see it, 
maybe for lack of a better word, relegated mm-hmm. to animation. Mm, I get it. I really, really do get it. But it could be awesome. This could be the, the Star Wars animated show that a lot of people wanted and need. <laughs> You know, because Bad Batch isn't for everyone, you know? It's not for everyone. And maybe this might be, like, a meaty bit of canon. Like, really, really meaty, big, fat-off steak bit of canon. And Bad Batch doesn't always feel like that, you know, whereas this could feel like that. So this could be a great thing for Star Wars. My my gut says I'm a little surprised, Mm -hmm. but also I'm glad the the solo mall cameo isn't just going down the drain <laughs> you know because that's a good point yes right we've we've known about like mall in solo for you know like uh three years now over three years man and yeah. we've not really had anything else about that it's not been followed up and that's kind of ridiculous really yeah, isn't it? Cons- considering what is meant to set, or supposed to expected or anticipated, it was set up. It is a bit of a, a bit of a wet lettuce. And yeah, Crimson Dawn have been back in the comics. Has been very well established there. They've made an appearance in the comics. Dryden Voss made an appearance. I think in the Clone Wars season seven, maybe was it? Yeah, it was season seven. He as like a um on a hologram when Maul was talking to the syndicate leaders. But yeah, I mean, you like you said, this this doesn't. This won't make a solo two any more likely. In fact, probably makes it even less likely now that we'll ever get a yeah. official solo two. I don't count this as any kind of um, confirmation of, of, nah, of, of anything this like that. This feels like a nail in the coffin, bro. I like, think so. I can't lie. Do you know what, though, bro? Look, we're just getting the book of Boba Fett all about the underworld. This would clearly be about the underworld. It won't be for everyone. Is it? If it's like a one season jobby. Uh, 12 episodes and that could be pretty cool are we going to find out what happened to Maul why is he just this old loner on Malachor we, maybe we could find out more about that so there are some fun implications for it it'd be good to see some characters again we'd hopefully get to see and hear Amelia Clark back as Kira you know that would be fun as well so you know there's there's cool little tie-ins to Solo and if it's announced then great I, I, I will watch it but it, like you say I think it's come as a bit of a surprise and Oh uh, no, I'm going to say it, but as I did with Bad Batch, I'm, if it is announced tomorrow, would I be excited about it? Not massively. Of course, we're going to watch mm. it with Star Wars fan, but I wouldn't be like, yes, oh yes, I, this is what I've been waiting for. It would just, yeah, be like, I know okay, what you mean. No, check it out. Fine. I know, I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, and I think, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty much on the same page. It, like I said, this could be the coolest thing we've had. Yeah, it could be in I hope it Star Wars is. animation. Ever. Say that about everything. Yeah, this could be like really, really cool. And you, you know, guys, they're, they're, like Matty Boy said, there there are some really reliable people coming out with this. Um, so right, yeah, and my gut says, okay, I'll watch it. You know, I had that, bear in mind, I had that same feeling with Andor and over the last kind of year, uh, particularly like since the spring, you know, I've completely done a U-turn on that. I'm really, really, really excited for Andor. So, you know, mate, this is, it's cool. It's cool to see more Star Wars stuff. But once again, I can't help but think of our boy Ken Napsok. You know, he always says, we've got Ken back on the show one time, you know. Yeah, man, I miss Ken. 
he's a good old boy he is he's a good lad young lad. uh you know like he he always says he uses the buffet analogy you know as star wars goes on we're gonna get so much content like a huge buffet and not mm. everything is gonna be for you don't have that pressure you know, don't put that pressure on yourself to be like, oh, I have to love everything. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're a casual fan, you don't even need to consume anything. Do you remember we got that message from our boy who like he didn't even see The Mandalorian and just listens to our yes. show? Every- yes. Yes. Yeah. I've- uh, look, Edwin. Ah, uh, uh, Edwin. I thought Edwin it was, Town, yeah. I was going to say Ed, but that's yeah, close Edwin enough. King well Patreon, done, yeah. mate. See, yeah, man, one of us. I remember it. Well done, mate, boy. Good job. Good job. Good job. We send that gift to each other all the time. Daily. <laughs> the Obi-Wan gif of him saying, good job. Matt and I send like multiple times a day to each other. <laughs> That's um, response. Basically. Yeah, mate, bring it on. Let's let's give it a go. Before I know if I want a bite of it, I've got to at least have a little appetizer, you know? Ooh, so let's see like, where it goes. Ken Naps like underestimates my desire for a buffet, however. But um, <laughs> look, mate. Book of Boba Fett, Hayden Christensen, Ahsoka, Crimson Dawn. This hasn't been a bad news week for Star Wars fans. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played Gecko the Bounty Hunter for The Mandalorian, and you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. It hasn't been a bad news week for Star Wars fans, and as such... We must drink to that, and we've pulled up outside our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. Luke, shall we? Oh, let's do it. Oh, let's do it. Each week we sit down <laughs> here in the Bantina with you lot, the greatest listeners in the galaxy, and we get together and have a couple of Kef beers, ice cold, whilst getting your thoughts on our main discussion. So this week we wanted to uh, hear from you about Hayden's next return post-Kenobi, and, of course, the Book of Boba Fett trailer. Yes, it's been a busy week. Regarding Hayden and Ahsoka, uh, or Rosaria, whatever way you want to do that, uh, oh, yeah. Scarif Podcast says, I know we've seen some hot takes or Mega Mez, Mega Mez, floating <laughs> around, Mega Meh floating around I, I felt like i needed to specify that sorry uh floating around but you can't help but think uh what are we in store for we're all in mm, very good mm-hmm. darth dildo said best news ever hayden deserves this fire 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 jerica said if we get a live action hey snips I'm gonna sob. But to be honest, anything that comes from Anakin Ahsoka in this series will make me cry. And Andreas Blom said a flashback from the Clone Wars would be incredible, especially with some of their bickering. Would love to see that. A Force Ghost visitation would also be fantastic, if done right. But it would have to be after a conversation with Luke. I still really want Ahsoka to find out about Anakin's redemption from Luke not a force ghost it all comes down to well you know the way they implement it <laughs> i think you mean the execution andreas come on mate don't kid yourself don't scrimp on it mate don't scrimp on the horn yeah don't so we got some good we got some good opinions there. and actually andreas makes you know one of my favorite points with mm-hmm. it needs to come from like after a conversation with luke again that's like yeah great point I like that, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't necessarily think of that. 
no well thank you very much for that uh guys on the moving on now to the boba fett trailer we'll kick it off with a voicemail from a voice you may have heard from it's dan sexton you may have heard of him here's what he had to say oh yes the book of fobber bet that trailer it teased me nicely looking forward to that new star wars content in december gonna get me going as usual and of course it's gonna be so good yeah boba fett love it <laughs> you'd think that was a voice of a man who uh, as a new father hadn't got much sleep but no that is dan sexton's voice midnight's fm voice isn't it mate it's getting yeah, him going appa- apparently apparently i didn't listen to that i just said it towards you i was like dan can you give me can you give me just a reaction mate like well, we've not heard from you in a while everyone loves your voice so i was like well, and it'd be great if it- and no didn't expect that okay thanks mate it's um, classic Sexton, isn't it? I was Sexton after dark. I was I had a listen whilst you were talking on the main episode. I had a quick listen on the old WhatsApp. I was like, Oh, that'll do nicely. Thank you, Dan. So <laughs> that'll do. That'll, that'll do. do. That'll so, do, Dan. That is the voice of the so good, if you didn't know that. Like I know that some people don't know that. And I find imagine, that crazy, but imagine not knowing know. who Dan Sexton was. Um well nice one, uh, Danny Poy. <laughs> Jimmy Adams, he wants a Boba and Fennec team up for the twenty twenty four presidential race. Anders Holmes is a king, said it the trailer looks awesome and epic, like a Star Wars mafia story. Our boy Eamon Jacobs, Hunk, said it looks tidy, although I think the ending is definitely a misdirect. Boba's too ruthless to let them speak freely. I totally agree with that. Uh, and we also got this uh, wonderful opinion from the wonderful Eve Evangel. Hey, Star Wars sessioners, sessionists, and dudes. Um, long time no message from me. Well, I just watched the Boba Fett trailer over and over again, and I, I want to feel something. I'm not a hater. I, I want to be a lover, but I don't know. Is it fatigue or or... or, or <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I want to be hyped. I I am still hyped. It's not like I'm not watching the series. I'm not interested. But this trailer does nothing for me. It's, uh, I mean, there's Boba Fett in it, okay. But it's more like a fan film or something. It just, it just doesn't excite me. Like, despite, no matter how hard I try, I, I got more excited about the Resistance Season 2 trailer. I'm sure future material and, you know, promotion stuff will get me excited, but I don't know. There's just something about this trailer that seems super boring to me. Eve is also always a man who has some filthy opinions and he doesn't, he doesn't care which side of the fence he's on. He just says it how he wants to. And that's what we love about Eve. And we, we've said it as well. We always welcome differing opinions. Look, we're, we're, fairly excited I think we go what 6.5 6.8 as a trailer we think it's pretty good lots of people are saying it's potentially life affirming others have said it really wasn't very good and we wanted to include some or at least a differing opinion just to know that it isn't all um, it isn't all fairies and rainbows on this show even though we both said it's fine so Eve mate 
You can never be wrong on the session because you've got a great beard. But thank you, though, mate, for sending that in. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's great to see a different opinion and that it's not all sparkly. And like I said earlier, though, like, if anything, if you're not feeling anything, that's fine. Like, Imagine feeling something for a trailer, getting super hyped for it, and then seeing the real thing and being like, do you know what? That just didn't live up to it. You'd, or, yeah. It's not like you'd rather it the other way around. Well, you kind of would, but ideally you want both to be good but Mm -hmm. yeah hopefully mate once you actually see the series you'll be like do you know what i'm here for this so cheers eve like we said we really are grateful for the honesty and we welcome that here because not everything is going to always take your fancy and guess what that's fine yep uh i'm here for that so uh everybody who sent in messages and continue to do so looking at the social feed about hayden um ahsoka slash rosario boba fett um we are grateful that you sent them in please do keep sending them in we'll do everything we can to get your voices or words heard on a future installment of the bantina for extra content go to patreon.com forward slash star wars sessions you know it's gonna be so good best podcast best podcast <laughs> that's right i'm just thinking of the dan dan's message again dan also oh, does oh, our patreon okay. rap, so yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> and right we got a busy that. one we got a busy one this week uh patreon question section the spiciest the filthiest part of the show uh vadim simmons all the way from belgium the belgian bond sent us this cheeky voice message let's hear it hello boys mr back you get a drink of stella with the maker georgie boy you get to ask him one question and he's going to ask you what his creation means to you in one word. Stay spicy, guys. <laughs> right. There we go. Classic Belgian Bond. I reckon Vadim's been on the Berios, mate. He's been on the Stellas, <laughs> hasn't he? Yeah. He's been on the Quackley. My boy, Vadim is coming out swinging there with mm. that first question. What do you reckon, mate? But, um... My answer to George, I mean, I'd love to ask him something about like what brand of noodles or shirts he wears or, um, mm, mm-hmm, yeah, or mm-hmm. about, you know, oh, what about the discourse and the prequels? But mine is very simple, very boring, very vanilla, very margarita. It is simply, you know, George, if, if, if you could change, could, would you change anything? If you could, would you? I mean, I know we've got the special editions, but I mean, like, if there's anything you could change in Star Wars of you, of that you've written, of which you've written, would you or are you now in a place where you're happy with your story and i don't mean like oh i'd you know i'd love to have um uh whatever greedo say mcclunky oh what did i think of that i mean like an actual key story element would you you know would you have rather had it that kenobi did kill um luke's father anakin skywalker rather than that just being a, a line for um dave prowse to say would you would you rather have you know lay a turn to the dark side or something in the pre- would, 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 if you could change something would you or are you at, are you at peace now with your creation uh, and in terms of if he said to me hmm, what does it mean one word it, again very boring but it would be community and that's not just the, the community that has arisen 
from doing this show, but Star Wars has always been known for community, and I'm, I am purposely excluding the the the, the, idiot, the idiotic parts of the community. I mean the ones who are there for peace, love, and harmony. Star Wars, you know, we go to conventions, Star Wars celebration. That just the people, the Star Wars fans we meet there are all about loving the franchise, the characters, and they're there together as groups of people who. For all I know, are brought together because of Star Wars, like me and Luke were brought together by Star Wars. So yeah. it's co- like community slash friendship, maybe. How many people since seventy seven? And we've had people on the show or comment who have, who have met people at the in seventy seven or seventy eight when it's premiered in the UK, and are still friends now and still go to see the films together. So it's that kind of kin- maybe kinship. I don't know. One of those three words. Take your pick, but that would be oh, mine, can- mate. So. Um, <laughs> What would be yours, mate? What would you ask George, and what would your answer be? I would ask George what his ideas were for 10, 11, and 12. Because George Lucas said it's a 12-part saga. It's a 12-part saga, you know. And (laughs) what people don't realize, it's, uh, you know, Anakin, he's the main character. And that's it, really. Green screen. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I think it would be 10, 11, 12, because then he's going to hint at the others, 7, 8, 9. <laughs> but you'll, yeah. you'll get an idea for that. But he said 12 part. And it's like, wow, that's like, that's a bit mad, isn't it? 12 parts, 12 films. You know, even Disney Lucasfilm isn't necessarily doing that. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah. And what, um, yeah, what Star Wars means to us in one word. Yep. Okay, I know I go on about this a lot, but this hits home for me personally a lot too. And I think this is why I love Star Wars so much. Family. I think Star mm-hmm. Wars is about family. And that really just hits like home for me. And I really get a great sense of that when I watch the films, when I watch the shows. And I think that's when it's at its strongest, when it's centered mm-hmm. around these family relationships that are sometimes complicated you know, life is complicated sometimes. And for me, yeah, it'd be family. And hopefully George would like that. And hopefully, you know, the new peeps at Star Wars and Lucasfilm would agree with that too. So that's what I'd say. So there we go. 10, 11, 12 and family, Vadim. Hope you like that, bro. Hope you like that. I'm saying bro, I like this episode. I don't know why. That's one, bro. I usually say cool. mate, mate. Geezer. Well, Vadim is the ultimate geezer, the Belgian Bond, riding those Mediterranean waves on his yacht. So, uh, yes. Nice one, Vadim, mate. Uh, listeners, you get to ask George Lucas one quite a question. You get to ask George Lucas one question, and then he counters with, by saying, What does Star Wars mean to you in one word? Let us know. We'd love to hear some thoughts because that could be some fun answers coming from that. Um, thank you, Vadim. Moving on. Our next question is from Jonah, and he says, How's it going, fellas? going all right simple question for this month is solo the most underrated star war solo a star wars story if not which one would you say is take mm. it easy guys and say stay spicy and learn to read so lukey boy i added that last <laughs> bit is solo the most underrated star wars film and if not which is i totally get why some people would think that solo is a great laugh but for me, Jonah, it's not the most underrated, um, personally speaking. Oh. And I do know there's loads of people. Our boy Jimmy Adams, huge fan of Solo. Yep, I want to reiterate, I get it, but I don't think it is the most underrated. I, 
there's two films that I think are actually underrated. And I kind of have two answers for them. I think Return of the Jedi is sometimes mm-hmm. underrated because it's sometimes in the shadow of Empire and A New Hope. But I think Jedi gets a lot of feelings like yep. just spot on that maybe even A New Hope and Empire don't get right or or do as well because that's not really their purpose. But Jedi just, man, I'm telling you, just the way it just ties everything together, it is a wonderful, wonderful ending. A lovely way to end and land a mythology. Um, another one, Phantom Menace. I think mm-hmm. Phantom Menace is sometimes underrated. And I think a lot of that is, again, like with Solo, understandable. Like, I get it. I get it. But lots of people refer to kind of lump like Phantom Menace and the prequels all in the same kind of category. It's a, like, well, no, not really, because Phantom Menace had loads of practical effects, for example, right? It had, it had a lot going for it, I think. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Return of the Jedi. What are you saying, Matty Boy? Um, I was actually going to go for um, The Phantom Menace as well. A lot of it, I think, a lot of hate for that film comes from people's expectations when it came out that it was going to be as good as, if not better, than the original trilogy, the film everyone had been waiting for. And it it swings a lot, hits a lot, and it misses a lot as well. There's a lot in The Phantom Menace, which is... A bit ropey at times, but every time I rewatch it, I, I I get transported back to being a kid watching it again. But every time I watch it, you yeah. know the things which maybe bothered me or rankled me more, they they be, they they soften over time and every time. And just the look of it, man. Like I say, the last one shot on film, so we've got that you've got that vintage vibe to it that the OT had. I, I think there's an awful. There's a, you don't need me to explain. The listeners know the Phantom Menace. There's a lot good stuff in the phantom menace and i do think it gets um a lot of unnecessary pounding because it is the phantom menace because it's not what people thought it was going to be and it's kind of it went through mm. such a long gestation period of being cool to just not like it even if well maybe yep. even if people liked it you couldn't say you like the phantom menace um there are people out there now whose favorite film is the star wars film is a phantom menace and you know more power to you for that so I think the Phantom Menaces, I think there's so much good in there, and it does come down to how George wrote it for some of the things which weren't as good, but I think it's underrated as a Star Wars film, uh, especially considering, you know, the entirety of the all of the films, including the Clone Wars movie. I think the Phantom Menace isn't quite as bad as people would think, or the wider audience would, would have you believe, mate. So I'm going Phantom Menace too. Yes, I think it's a good answer. I think it's a good Thanks, answer. Mate. I love Phantom Menace, man. Phantom Menace, yep. watch along on the Patreon. It's coming soon, we promise. We yep. spoke about it before the podcast. We spoke about a lot of things before the podcast tonight, didn't we? We are. <laughs> it is, got a well, it's just commentary coming soon as well, which is ties in nicely. Oh, yeah, no, true, true. Cool. So, yeah, hopefully you look forward to that too, Jonah. So that'll be all on the Patreon. Uh, less than a cup of coffee a month come on two dollars you can afford it get on it it's great uh adrian surely he's got a beefy question to end out our patreon section matty boy we are fast approaching on 12th of november the second anniversary of the introduction of the asset the child grogu the little lad took the world by storm as we all know true he's still absolutely everywhere in terms of merchandise and one of the most recognizable characters with children today a true phenomenon 
So, what's next for this now most famous of younglings? Younglings, even the younglings. Um, from mar- <laughs> from a marketing perspective, they'll surely want to keep him on our screens one way or another. But consider where we are. Book of Boba Fett seems certain to ignore him. He doesn't seem to fit that project at all. And you imagine within the narrative, he has to spend some time off with Luke before hopefully leaving before Ben Solo burns it all down. Let's just pause there, Matty boy. Book of Boba Fett, is Grogu turning up? What do you reckon? Nope. Okay, me too. Straight up. Uh, (laughs) Me too. I don't think he's turning up anytime soon. That would be ridiculous. Yes. Um, Adrian goes on. Many speculated that Mando season three might feature a sizable time jump from season two, but it started production ahead of any other spin-off other than Book of Boba, not even originally mentioned as one of the Mandoverse projects. Given that Ahsoka, we assume gained knowledge on the whereabouts of Thrawn in The Jedi, one would assume her series will pick up not long after that episode. Maybe. Maybe. that that Again, I think that kind of would make sense. What do you think? Do you think it's going to be not long after Mando Season 2, the Ahsoka stuff? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be in and around that time, at least. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a huge time jump. I think they're all supposed to be roughly five years after Return of the Jedi. So I think it's going to be around that time, mate. Yeah, I think you're right. If the different series release in something even vaguely approaching a timeline order, that would mean Mando's, Mando 3 not jumping ahead very far, wouldn't you think? If the next time we get Grogu on screen is Mando Season 4, then that could be three years without the little guy appearing. Will Lucasfilm hold their nerve and build massive anticipation and demand for his return? Or will they shoehorn appearances in elsewhere to keep the merchandise relevant? Jabba and Master Luke, what would you do with this most valuable of assets now essentially hanging in a narrative limbo matty boy it's a it's a chunky one we've we've kind of covered like the first two parts of that but that last bit is interesting narrative decisions are a complicated profession wouldn't you think (laughs) yes right again talking as a man who isn't investing like seven figures into this i would hold my nerve because i've always said and i've said on this show multiple times for me story comes first obviously when it, we mentioned Return of the Jedi it's well well established that George said toys came first knowing that he was going to make a ton of money but for me it's got to be story and if that means that Grogu is out of the game for three years but there's a good reason why they go on to again if everything's got to be explained in styles but they kind of give us a reason why we haven't seen him um, or what he's been up to at least then great, fine I've got no issue with uh, Baby Yoda, as much as I love that character, my little, my, as if it's my own child, I've got no issue if him not being in any um, medium for three years if the story calls for it. If he doesn't need to be in Ahsoka or Boba Fett or anything else that's coming out, don't don't put him in there. If it's not necessary to be in season three of Mando, and I've, I've said before, I hope he doesn't because I think it kind of dampens the end of season two somewhat if he just arrives five episodes later, then give us that time away i fully understand that they want merch out but maybe there'll be new things that they can give us merch for uh they won't be as big as grogu but grogu's still going to be around 
Now, I'm still buying merch from the original trilogy. I wasn't even around then, but I'm still buying stuff from then. Hey, look, I've just yeah, bought true. a... I just bought a Ray action figure doll. It is actually a doll, isn't it, from the Force Awakens band? And she had the Force Awakens was six years ago. So, I for me, do whatever the story entails, and if that means no grogues for three, four, three years. Then do it. But uh, money men may say otherwise, mate. So, for me, the question was hmm. for me. I'm saying keep him out until he needs to be come back in. Right. Okay. So my answer you? is similar but different. I, I I agree with what you're saying. I would probably hold on it as much as that pains me to say. Or you could have a reunion toward the end of season three. You could have a time jump at the end of season three. Like you, we we don't know the specifics. We do yeah. know that they've planned this stuff out. Um, and Grogu is integral, integral to this TV kind of. I don't want to say universe, but shared story um now we've mentioned a few times my boy even this podcast in this episode luke skywalker Mm -hmm. wherever luke will be grogu will be so we don't necessarily have to see him in mando season three we could see him in ahsoka we could see him in mando season three we could see him in other shows i think it'd be wise to play the long game i really do but then again i don't know i don't know if again it's saying history is full of like assured things right like the titanic (laughs) was never gonna sink right it was indestructible Uh i'm going to go to the gym yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, right yeah right so you know i i'd say let's just wait and see don't get me wrong adrian this is something that has popped up in my head a lot too um, and it feels like a big conundrum, but what a conundrum to have, mm-hmm. you know, isn't it a testament to where we are as, as, as a Star Wars geekdom that our franchise has arguably the most recognizable thing in pop culture in a very, very, very long time. And we're wondering, well, when are we going to see him back? Well, we know he's going to be back. Yeah. We know that. And let's see where the story takes us. If it is a bit more of a tease, then as danny sexton said earlier like that's not always a bad thing that can be a really good thing so let's see adrian i don't want to speculate too much because it it, it, we could easily go into a dark cesspit of misinformation and misremembering stuff it's almost a main show to make out of that as well yeah when is rogu returning i think so i think that could be the case actually so let's see Let's let's think about it, mate, boy. Let's meditate on it. <laughs> yes, meditate we must. Adrian, you're a king. Thank you so much for sending that. And you always send in the most well-detailed questions. We've said that before, but you're a right legend, mate. The Mancalorian. So uh, when are we getting Grogu back, guys? Is Solo underappreciated? And what would you ask George? And what does Star Wars mean to you in one word? Let us know your thoughts there to our patrons who sent in the questions. Thank you so much. We'll have a brand new batch coming for the month of November. November already. So... The bartender, huh? We are sorry about the mess we've made once again. No, we're not. However, we will be back again next week to cause more chaos again in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game. Bum, 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 bum. Game! 
Yes, it's the Star Wars Sessions <laughs> game for our newcomers. Each week we end with a Star Wars themed game or activity and uh, we take it in turns to host. So this week I am in the hosting chair. So Lukey boy, would you like to know what I am hosting for you? He's no good to me dead. <laughs> that means yes in Star Wars. Yes, that's sorry. That's Hatties for yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. This week you are playing a simple game of Star Wars anagrams. I've got oh, a couple of Star Wars no. names here for you. And you've right. got to try and um you've got to try and unscramble them to create a couple of Star Wars characters. So how's your I'm anagram gonna get my knowledge? pad out? I'm gonna okay. get my pad out. Or are you sending it through the IM? You know what? Oh yeah, I will do that. I'll send it through the IM. But okay. for the benefit of our listeners, I'll do my best to kind of enunciate it as well. So Okay. Um, so the first one I'm gonna send through to Luke now. The mm-hmm. first anagram of a Star Wars character from any medium is Astana Hook. Ahsoka Tano. Oh, yeah, that's Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many Ks, is there, I guess? so. Astana, um, as well, um, capital of Kazakhstan. Astana is Kazakhstan, isn't it? Or is yes. it Turkey? Nope, it's not Turkey. That's, um, it used to be Istanbul. the capital of Kazakhstan, actually. Um, no, no, the capital of Turkey isn't Istanbul, actually. It's a different place. Oh, it's um, it's not Lock. Istanbul. It's um, I know, I know, I know which one you've mean. Ank- Ankara, 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 An- Ankara. Yes, yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, there we go. It, Astana, capital, used to be the capital of Kazakhstan, has been renamed Nur Sultan, which sounds very. Star I knew that as well. I knew that as well because one of my old um, workmates was married to a Kazakh lady, so I used to get loads of factoids about Kazakhstan. So there you go. Luke loves a Kazakh factoid. Then as well, so remember that, mate. Uh, That's okay. He loves he loves everything, most things. So next one, Astana Hook. So the next one, then, mate, coming up is and for the benefit of Luke in the IM, for the benefit of the listeners, is Burnt Fabio. Burnt Fabio. Mm. Oh no, this is hard. Yeah, I was like, I I thought I was going to be rubbish at this from the get go, but no, mate, you got the first one within is seconds. It, is it? Um, I, do I have a countdown on this? Um, I should do shouldn't within I? a reasonable amount of time, but I don't know uh, if I'm going to get this in a reasonable amount of time. Okay, right. I'll give you. What's it? Th- Gone. I'll give you a thirty give second it, countdown. Starting. Give me a clue. From now, uh, this character was relevant to one of our main discussion topics. At least they've appeared in some form alongside them. Uh, looking back from Return of the Jedi onwards. Return of the Jedi onwards. Eh? Mm-hmm. It's not Fennec. No. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to get this, mate. Um, Boba. Oh, is it Boba Fett? Nope. No, it's not. Oh it, no! <laughs> it, it, you're 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 on you're in the right place. No, you're looking no, kind go, of in the right on. place there, bro. No, we're we giving in. Fennet uh, Phoba. Fo- oh, is it? Um, oh, we've mentioned Bo-Katan. Uh No, no, it's not. I knew yeah, that oh. when I said it. I was. I looked at the word again. I was like, no. What is burnt Fabio, maybe? Put me out of my misery. Mate, burnt Fabio. Is Bib Fortuna? Oh, Bib, big boy, Bib. Oh, 
Yeah, big boy oh. Bib. Oh, oh I right. love Bib Fortuna. We should do a deep dive episode on we Bib. We should do like the life and times of Bib Fortuna. Imagine uh, that. Gone too soon. Right, oh. uh, a couple more then. The next one then for you, my friend, is coming through now. Is okay. Agnes Law. Agnes Law. Law is in mythology. Agnes okay. Law. Agnes Law. I'm so bad at this. Agnes um, Law. Is it? Is it? Um, Agnes Law. Gore. All I want to say is the guy with the, the Cyclops in... It's not Gore Koresh, is it? No, because uh, no, no... good shout, though, but no, it's not. There's no, no H. <laughs> <laughs> there is no H. So this is, um, yep, Agnes Law. So an, the name Agnes and Law is in mythology. Agnes Law. Uh, it's, a, it's a male mm. character. Slor Agnes. He's a male character from the Disney uh, Lucasfilm era. Yeah. I don't think I'm getting this, mate. I Um, I am very bad at this. Think uh, Rogue One. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What else should I think? (laughs) I don't know. I'm really bad at this. Nope. We are. Okay. No, go on. This has got to be a foul. What is it? Yeah. Agnes Law is Galen Erso. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's easy when it's I easy it when now. you know it. When you know yeah. it, if I had more time and if I weren't on the clock, I'd probably be a little bit better. But not much. Smash that. So right. take that for what it's worth. Okay, right. Next one, mate. <laughs> this is a good one. Stand. This is a good one. You'll get this. You'll get. I think you will uh, get this one fairly easily as well. So um, well, are you ready for this one? Yeah, go on. Here's the next the one is Ape Doormen. Ape. Eight was in the primate and doormen is in bouncer. Ape doormen. Oh, Luke, you'll get this. <laughs> I don't know why it's I said it. that. But... <laughs> I don't know why you said it, mate. <laughs> right, it's two words. It doormen. Yeah, door. yeah, so ape doormen. So doormen door is in your bouncer. Ape okay. is in well, apes. Um, planet of door. Ape okay. doormen. Is it? I can say that because obviously I know who it is. So I'm, so I can see where. It yeah, all you're is, sitting there like, mate. Look, this is easy, mate. Over on his throne, speak freely. Is Luke. it P? Hang on, it, are the words? Yeah, no, they're not, are they? Okay, so I can P, hear your brain ticking. It's Poe Dameron. Yes, it is Poe Dameron. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See now, po that doorman just looks a bit Dameronish, and that's yeah. what got him. Ape doormen. I was trying to figure out what the first word was. When the yeah, when when Wait. one of the words is short, it's a wee bit easy. So easier, not easy. This isn't easy. This is hard for me for a simpleton like Luke Blywalker. People, this is hard. So, so right, last uh, one now. I think you will last one. I've made this misery, as easy mate. as possible. I did make. I did do one which is even easier. But I thought, well, I'll make one which is just as easy. But you may spend an extra five seconds on it. So the next okay. one. Uh, and this first word is spelt with a K is con polo con con polo that polo is putting me off <coughs> it's a meat with a hole con in the centre con polo con polo con 
Polo. Because all I want to say is Han Solo, but I know that's not, not it. No, no mm. there is no K in Han Solo. He Pock. Knock. Lop. Lop? Oh. It's not Lop from... Nope. You said this is... Oh, this is so easy. I really like hearing your um, your brain working, though. It's so it's fun. Oh, mate. This is tragic, isn't it? You've got a couple right there, mate. you got two out of four, so that's good. Thanks, mate. That's, that's good. <laughs> no. Well, good job. That's good news. No. No. Conapolo. Conapolo. Can I'm I have a give clue, you 20 please? seconds, mate. Can I have a clue? Um, Conpolo prequels, prequel trilogy era. Maybe was it Comic Con? You got 10 seconds. Oh, no. Oh, um, why do I think of Kiadi Mundi? You're on the right it's track. N- yeah, I know it's a Jedi. Order 66. Yeah, oh, it's not, um, Oh my word! Why? Why is the pressure getting to me? This is what I'm not going to test. It's guy in the plane who gets shot down. (laughs) Guy in the plane. Who are you playing? I I play guy in plane. Who is guy? (laughs) Who is guy? Jedi. Hang on. Jedi in. I'm googling this. Oh no! Jedi in because you're on. You got it. I just need the name. Jedi in Starfighter. That crashes <laughs> in order. Success. Let's F test montage. Google's power here. Does Google Plocoon? Of course, yes. it's Plocoon. Yes, it's Plo Plocoon. Yes. How didn't I Compolo, get that, mate? Compolo. Oh, well, that was very good. I love that idea for a game. Well done, mate. You've had three done out of You've five. You've yourself. Oh, thank you, my friend. Just don't ask me those. You've asked me those before, I think, and I really did not do well. So, um, yeah, that was that, that was difficult. That was difficult. Well, but I'm three glad out of I got five, though. Yeah, like, it's more like two and a half. But we'll we'll no, no, go you've there. You've got a guy in plane, so you're allowed in this in this can in this iteration of the game. You're allowed to Google <laughs> because you've got the character. You just couldn't think of his name. Guy in plane. Let's let's get a t-shirt made of that. A eh? guy let's in do plane who do- died in Order sixty six, and then yeah. just like an image of the image Kuna of him bending over the cockpit in, just the flames in, happen in the starfire. Yeah, let's do that. Guy in plane. Right. If any budding let's artists out there, Callum, want to do that, we guy in. I'm writing this down. Guy in plane t-shirt. Let's make it happen. Okay. <laughs> Got in plane during Order 66. Just have him slumped 66. over his cockpit after a few yeah. too many Kef beers. So, um, yeah. Well, he didn't was... die from the clones. He was just on it. He was, yeah. He, he was he on just, the lash. He just stupidly got into his cockpit. Uh, the, the clones were just trying to warn him, wake him up, but nope, he <laughs> couldn't help himself. But, um, he was actually a Sith Lord. Yeah. A Sith Lord, he certainly was. Um, good lad at Comic Con as well, dressed up as Plo Koon. Really cool to see some prequel cosplay as well. Um, yeah, loads. That is that loads. Episode 136. We've done 136 of these, mate, plus about 70 extras and uh, miscellaneous episodes. So thanks everyone for listening for so long. But that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? 
They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media. Just search Star Wars Sessions and we will be there. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. Drop us a voice note. We love voice notes and we love voice messages. Send them to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Yeah, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Amazon, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM. Everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, you'll find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice. Head on over to podtracer.com as well. We'll see IMDB for podcast. It's awesome. We're there. And five stars there and on your provider of choice would really help the show out. It helps us grow. It gets more listeners in. Plus, it means we get more of those awesome opinions that we've heard this week, every week. So thank you, guys. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell your nearest Kazaki, tell your cousin, the more the merrier. Their castle spicier. Yes, tell Ape Doormen that this is the show that you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke. Luke Poncolo. Uh, That's a weird one, isn't it? So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Essex-based podcast heroes... I am not a bounty hunter. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs>